good evening and welcome to another episode of the Evening Almanac with comedian Jamie Jackson. How are you doing? I'm wondering whether to use my real name. I'm having an identity crisis. Should I use my real name? I mean, I'm called Jamie, but it's not Jackson. But then I've never used my real name on anything. Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, they're all different. I've had so many different monikers. Monikers, is that the word? Monica? I mean, that's a name in itself. Is that is that where the name Monica comes from? Because it's a Monica. Doesn't matter. But I I think we'll stick with Jamie Jackson for the minute. Because, hey, it's an alliteration, right? Easy to remember, yeah. Why is Elton John called Elton John? I suppose Reg isn't very pop story, but neither is Elton John. It's weird, isn't it? It's like Embel, Engel, Engelbert Humperdinck. I don't think that's his real name. But he went with it. Like sometimes when you hear people and they have showbiz names, you're like, why did you choose that? There's a great joke by someone. uh, Forgive me because I cannot remember the comedian's name. He's a fairly low-level comedian. What I mean by that is general public wouldn't know him, but he's in my circles doing very well for himself. Uh, Josh somebody. Anyway, let's just let's just say he's called Josh Purr. I don't think that's his name. And he comes on stage and he goes, Hello, my name is Josh Purr. Of course, that's my stage name. My real name is Johnny Showbiz. Which I think is a great joke. A simple, clean and innocent joke. I've just watched Don't Look Up with Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence on Netflix. It was very good, I think. It's really good. A little bit on the nose sometimes with uh, it's it it going, look at society. But in general terms, I think they've managed to nail how fucking toxic the internet is. And it's made me think, what am I doing on TikTok? But it's also made me reaffirm the fact that I don't want to go back on Twitter. Now, I love Twitter. I'm all about the words. I'm all about the talking. I'm all about the writing and the YouTube videos and the writing, uh, you know, essays on medium and stuff. That's me. That's my bag. But I don't know. It's just anywhere where people could just come on and basically go, oh, fuck you, you fucking... And then you're like, oh, I think I'm a sensitive soul, really. And I've real what It's not that I'm sensitive. I think I have realised that these people, the internet, the general public, they have far too much say. They have far too much influence over people's lives. Like someone can just drop in and 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 you know call someone a c word it's like when it happens to you you it's it's a bit like oh i didn't ask for this i don't know it's like we it's it's a, fu- a funny world we live in where everyone gets to have their fucking two cents and and a lot of people use it just to put other people down like i tried really hard to not gossip a while back to stop gossiping and I think I'm pretty good at that now and I've really tried hard to not bring people down and even though I catch myself doing it most of the time I try to rise above my annoyance of other people like on the internet or anywhere and just be like well there's a bigger picture going on isn't there but it's it's very hard to be zen when you're on uh, these sites which all day are just full of people shouting at each other much like it's very difficult to um, remember remember the point I was about to make. Uh, not just being on... Oh, that's it, the news. 
when I came off social media, I started checking the news a lot. And it's every day, it's just doom, doom, bad news, doom. This is falling apart. This is happening to the environment. COVID's doing this. The economy's doing this. We're all fucked. Like, there's not really any good news there at all. And your brain is wired to recognise negative emotions and bad things. So this is why you can have 10 people say something nice to you and one person say something shitty and you'll dwell on what that one shitty person has said. It's not because you're mental or crazy, it's because your mind is wired to see negativity. There's something that the uh, guy, I think the, the guy who came up with CBT, Cognitive Behavioural Therapy, he also had this thing called Negative Automatic Thoughts or gnats and he basically said that the mind will like shoot negative automatic thoughts (coughs) to the forefront to consciousness as a kind of matter of routine because your brain doesn't care if you're happy or not it cares if you're alive or not if you're safe or not that's why you're always moving towards comfort that's why you're always moving towards safety you're not lazy you're trying to protect yourself and be safe Right, people are like, oh, you know, I'm just lazy. I can't be bothered to do exercise. But your brain doesn't want you to do exercise. What your brain wants you to do is hide under a nice warm rock and, and just stay alive. Happiness is not on the brain's agenda. That has to be done by you. That has to be done by you consciously as a human being with your higher thought. And it's very difficult. And I have found that I am affected very much by other people's negativity. I wish I could be more stoic and like a a rock. It's the thing about fucking stoicism. All of these Roman and Greek fucking talking statue heads. (laughs) That's that's what I always think about when I think about stoic philosophy. Uh, Just, you know, saying things like, stop worrying about things that are out of your control. And it's it's, it's nice to say that, but humanity doesn't work like that. The human brain doesn't work like that. It's better to understand that it's a negative, worrying machine. The brain always needs to spot problems and it needs to solve problems. So it will always be peltering you with negative shit. And once you know that, it's about disassociating yourself with that negativity. I'm much more of the kind of Buddhist mindset than I am of these fucking Stoics who think everybody's a fucking robot. I bet you they all had Asperger's. I fucking bet you. I bet you, I bet you they all had fucking Asperger's. There's nothing wrong with having Asperger's, right? Got a lot of friends with Asperger's. If you're listening to this, you know who you are. And, and that's fine. Asperger's, to an extent, is a superpower. And I love people with Asperger's. They're very interesting and engaging people and they've got a great take on the world. And I think that's fine. But they're driven in a much... They're wired differently, is what I, I, I should say. They're wired differently to somebody like me. And that's perhaps why I have friends who have Asperger's because, you know, opposites attract and we kind of complement each other well. They kind of ground me and level me and they bring a certain amount of calm logic to things and I'm more kind of emotional and all over the place. And I probably bring things into their realm that they don't normally have but i so i'm just saying though i bet you like marcus aurelius or whatever was asperger's but no one thought he was asperger's because he was like some roman emperor and no one ever questioned it and asperger's wasn't a thing three thousand years ago or whatever but that's fine but uh, uh, if he's asperger's or not it's not a problem but the point is that is not a philosophy that works for fucking me is it Anyway, (laughs) that's that rant out of the way. Nearly eight minutes. I was going to curtail this, but then just got on that fucking Asperger's loop. If you've got Asperger's, good luck to you. There's nothing wrong with being on the spectrum. 
We all are. It's a fucking superpower if you've got it. And uh, good luck to you. But just don't write a book on philosophy. See you on the next pod.